In the holy name of Jesus. John's call was to bear witness to Jesus. This he did in every aspect of his life. Really, the story of John's life from beginning to end points to Jesus. Before he was born, John's life began with a visit from an angel and a miraculous conception. Gabriel appeared to Zechariah in the temple to tell him that his prayers had been heard and that his wife, Elizabeth, would conceive and bear a son who would prepare the way for the Messiah. Jesus' life also began with a visit of an angel and a miraculous conception. Gabriel appeared to Mary to tell her that she would bear a son who would be the son of the Most High God. So when Mary came to visit her cousin Elizabeth, John leapt for joy inside his mother's womb. He knew that he was already meeting his Lord and Savior. So from the very beginning of John's life, he bears witness to Jesus, who he was and what he came to do. John's ministry bears witness to Jesus as well. That was his whole mission, to prepare people for Jesus, as Isaiah had foretold. And thus his message was, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, the kingdom of God is at hand. Not surprisingly then, that was Jesus' message too. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. In his teaching and in his ministry, Jesus showed what this kingdom of God was all about. So it was with John. John came baptizing, calling people to repent and receive new birth. But John bore witness to one coming after him who would be greater than he, the straps of whose sandals he was not worthy to untie. I baptize you with water, John said, but the one coming after me will baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Thus, when Jesus came to be baptized, it was John who bore witness that Jesus truly was the Son of God, as he heard the voice from heaven and saw the Holy Spirit descend as a dove. And from that point on, John bore witness to his own disciples that Jesus was the one whom they should follow. He pointed to Jesus and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. We sing these words every week, John continuing to bear witness with us that the altar is the place where Jesus is present for us, the Lamb for us, in his body and blood to take away our sins and to grant us peace. John did tell the people that it was time for him to fade from view, that now that Jesus had appeared, they should instead turn to him. He said, I must decrease and he must increase. John compared himself to the best man then at a wedding, and Jesus being the groom. It's not about me. I don't deserve the attention, John said, but I am here to share in the joy of my friend. So as John's life neared the end, he sent his disciples to Jesus one last time, as we heard from Matthew. 
to show them that, yes, Jesus was the Messiah and that he truly fulfilled the prophecies, all of them, through his words and deeds. So the life and ministry of John bears witness again to Jesus Christ. And even in his death, John bears witness to Jesus Christ. How so? Well, consider, John was arrested unjustly, merely for speaking the truth, and that was the case with Jesus as well. The more that Herod spoke with John, the more convinced he was that John was a holy and righteous man. Sound familiar? It's the same was true with Pontius Pilate. The more he talked with Jesus, the more he was convinced of his innocence. John ultimately met his end due to the weakness of a politician. Herod had made promises in the presence of his party guests, and it would be embarrassing not to go back on his word. In the end, he did what he knew to be wrong in order to please his wife. So it was with Pilate. He knew that Jesus had been handed over to him due to the jealousy of Jewish leaders. They had stirred up the crowd against Jesus. Pilate feared a riot. So another weak politician, Pilate, made another political decision, bowing to the pressure and handing Jesus over for execution. And then, after John had died, Herod gave his body to his disciples for burial, just as Pilate gave Jesus his body to Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus to be buried. In his death, John bore witness to Jesus as a type of the kind of death that Jesus would die. There is another John, John the Evangelist, who gives us a summary of the life of John the Baptist. These were his words. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light but came to bear witness about the light. Three times, John is named a witness, or rather, as we've come to learn the word, a martyr. Martyr. And so it is with you. You, like John, like Jesus, following after him, bearing the same cross he bore, are too a witness a martyr, as you, in your life, point to Jesus. You point to Jesus, too, by your birth, by your life, and by your death, a threefold witness of Jesus. Which birth are we talking about? Your birth points to the Lord who created you and gave you life, to be sure. But even more so, your new birth in holy baptism points you and points all to the death and resurrection of Jesus. Because as we learn, in your baptism, you are buried with him, and you also have been raised with him. Your life, your life as a Christian gathered around his word and to receive his gifts, points to the Lamb of God, who daily and richly forgives you all your sins and gives you peace. Not everything about John, though, is like you. 
You may not preach in the wilderness. You don't wear clothes of camel's hair. You've not yet been told to eat locusts and wild honey for your food. That was John's job, uniquely given, and he did it well. God only made one John the Baptist, but he only made one of you, too. So your attitude should be the same as John's, though, that each day you decrease in importance and Jesus Christ increases in importance in you and in every aspect of your life. As people give you praise and recognition for the great things that you do, instead say thanks be to God and point them to Jesus as the one greater than you, the one who gives you true joy. Begin and end your day and everything you do in the name of Jesus, always giving thanks to him. And your death will point to Jesus as well. Whether it will come violently at the hands of enemies or weak politicians, or you die peacefully in your sleep, in death you have the opportunity to show others that the Lord has made you holy and righteous and that you face death without fear. Even in your death, in the way that you plan your funeral, in the preamble that you write to your will, you can confess, like John, decreasing and confessing Christ, who must increase. But you also have an advantage over John the Baptist, because you have been blessed to witness not only the birth, conception, suffering, and death of Jesus, but you also have his resurrection and life. Not as just a promise, but as a promise fulfilled. And that changes everything. Because when you lay your friends to rest, or when your friends rather lay you to rest, (laughs) it will be in the same hope that you too will rise and that Jesus, the light, will return. And that you will stand with John and with all the saints and all the martyrs who have gone before you to worship Jesus, the Lamb. Behold the Lamb who takes away the sin of the world, who died for you. May God grant it in the holy name of Jesus. Amen.